about the idea of Sitra Ahra, a common term throughout Tanya introduced here. Sitra Ahra is Aramaic. It means the other side. We're very careful not to directly say something negative. So we call everything that receives its vitality from Klipa, from that force which conceals godliness, Sitra Ahra, the other side, meaning not Hashem's side. So then the Tanya explains, so what is Hashem's side? Hashem's side is Kedusha. Hashem's side is where Hashem rests. And then we say, but wait, Hashem's all over. Hashem rests. Hashem rests is within everything. Within the most evil force is Hashem resting. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. So Hashem resting means a panemius revelation of Hashem, where Hashem is revealed, where it's his inner dimension, inner from the perspective of quantity, of quality, and of accessibility and absorption. What causes Hashem to be revealed, Bipnimius? What causes this inner revelation is Bittel, nullification of self, submission to Hashem. This is a theme throughout Tanya. It is introduced here in Chapter 6. It will be referred back to and elaborated on for approximately the next 50 chapters. Bittel, negation of self. Whenever we do an act for Hashem, that's an act of Mesiris Nefesh. The Rebbe here says angels are constantly in a state, a state of Bittel, and a Jew can be when he, he's, a Jew is potential Bittel, and he actualizes this when he is Meiser Nefesh, when he self-sacrifices for Hashem. In chapter 41, at the very end, the Altar Rebbe explains that every time we do any act of Torah or mitzvah, it's Mesiris Nefesh. Because we're putting aside the needs of our body, and we're instead giving our time or energy or self to Hashem's needs. Even if it's something you want to do, it's still Monsieur Snefesh. I'm putting aside the physical needs for godly needs. So every time a Jew is serving Hashem, which as we've been discussing, Taira, Mitzvah, Hashem Shemayim, this is an act of Monsieur Snefesh. This is actualizing our potential bittul. And at this moment, there is Hashra Sashchina. Hashem is resting, revealed, bitnimis, on the Jew. And what if you're not bottle? If you're not bottle, you're separated from Hashem. You're a yesh, a sense of self that seemingly exists outside Hashem's existence. Well, then you're not receiving your vitality from Kedusha, from Pnimius. So how are you getting Kedusha? You must be getting godly life, otherwise you wouldn't exist. How are you getting it? You're receiving it, Mibichinas Acharayim. This is a term we did have earlier in Tanya. Bechinas Acharayim is also a term throughout Tanya. It means from the backside. Everything to exist has Hashem's vitality in it. The more distant the thing is from Hashem, the more klipa and uncovered it is, the further in the backside domain, in terms of the less quantity, the least quantity, the least quality, and the least absorption of that godly energy is in the thing. So since the godliness is so, so, so constricted and limited and minimized, the thing can exist and not be aware of the godliness inside of it at all, which is how it could be in contradiction to Hashem's will. And yet at the same time, it is vitalized 
by Hashem's will. And then the Rebbe explains the process through which the godliness can be so constricted that it could actually vitalize something that seemingly exists in opposition to Hashem's will. And the process the Rebbe discusses here, or mentions here, is ilav alul, which, very loose translation, it's not a translation, means cause and effect, where each level of godliness becomes minimized to produce an even lower level of godliness, which is minimized to produce an even lower level of godliness, and minimization after minimization after minimization, hundreds of thousands of times, you can reach a point where something can exist, have godliness inside it, and not feel the godliness at all, which is our world. 